Oh yes. Oh yes. It's time for DP Sundays at 6. We'll get noisy in here. Last week it was Budweiser. This week it's White Claw Surge, which is not very good. We got my father in here, Paige's dad. Yes. Yo, Paige's dad. That is Danny Campbell, who runs that account, of course. Paige's dad, one, two, dad. three. And we got noise like in here. Hey. I guess that makes him my dad, too. I suppose so, yeah, by law of, uh, you know, blood. Um, <laughs> but TBH, who knows who that is? You know, we had the, or I had the TikTok uh, about dad that went viral. Who knows who that is? The internet's crazy, and those uh, accounts popped up. But we're running with the bid. D, we're how are you? It's time to go fucking hog wild. It's time to kick it into overdrive. I got the White Claw Surge because, of course, to kick it into overdrive, you need a little turbo fuel. And I've got an Amazon Basics permanent marker that I've been taking tweaks off every now and then. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Anytime you feel like you need to slash your wrist, we've all been there. But don't slash the wrist. Just use a marker. Just cut yourself up with a marker. Yeah. You get, you still get to see it. It'll go away though. You don't have to. I've get, also got this little. You don't gotta get a tattoo to cover it up. <laughs> Dude, just so we getting a permanent marker tattoo on their body. <laughs> I, I was just saying, in terms of uh, you know, across the stream for attention, those slashes don't go away. Uh. Slashes cause crashes. Uh, go with the permanent marker instead. <laughs> Just use the permanent marker. That's what we're saying. This is a DPSA. And what we're saying is, if you feel like you got to slash your wrist, just use a Sharpie. <laughs> hey, damage your brain a little bit more. It might get rid of the suicidal tendencies. <laughs> yeah. I saw it's called a poor man's lobotomy. <laughs> I, I watched uh, Suicidal Tendencies of Blue Ridge Rock, and uh, I'd heard that they weren't necessarily very good live. Confirmed, not great live, uh, but it was nice to see them. And you know what I wonder? I wonder if not being great live gives them suicidal tendencies. I was just about to say, uh, maybe they should have. <laughs> oh, my God. They're <laughs> legends, of course. Maybe they were good live at some point, but... They're older men at this point, and it's it. You see a lot of stuff <laughs> like like metal and punk. It's like the older they get, it's like you're you're, you're just still be. Like, I fucking hate God. It's like all right, all right, I got you. We get it. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> I don't know. I I uh, you know I still love metal, of course, but uh, and I still hate God, I suppose, but. <laughs> I'm almost 25. It's, you you got to pump the brakes a little bit. <laughs> Not in terms of like, you know, you can hate him, but it, it, what, no one gives a shit. You know what I mean? It's like, at, at what point do you stop hating and you just start forgetting and moving on with your life? Like, come right. on. I know. That's much that, yeah, and you're 100% correct. That is much more damaging. I'm bored with you. I'm tired of you is much more damaging than I hate you. You know what I mean? 
Oh my god! Like I, I'm, I'm just kind of done with you. Oh, that cuts. <laughs> that cuts. I hate you. Is he very easy to write off as? Well, they're an asshole. Fuck him. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Dismissal. Oof. Much Dismissal. more. Dismissal. Oh yeah. God, you're dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> you think God is just weeping into a pillow up there, just being like, you? <laughs> That would be awesome if we could somehow secure the bag and get God as as a guest on DP. I mean, I, I don't see how he I, I I don't see how he would do it. My thing is my thing really is uh, you know it's not even a hatred for God. It's uh, I don't like how one sided the Bible is. The devil. It seems like all he did was say, hey, "I don't really want to worship you, man," and then he got knocked right down to fucking hell. I think there's more <laughs> to the story. He, we've never had a rebuttal. You know what I mean? All of the Satan verses, that's that's written by uh, yeah, men. I suppose the Bible was written by men, too. But they claim it was, it was written by God. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, uh, I would love to hear what the devil has to say about it. Honestly, same here. It is pretty fishy. You, you know, know I mean? it's like the one. Yeah. We've never heard his side of the story. It's It's all one-sided. What, who are we to trust this God guy? It's it's like if you go to your friend and you're just like, "Hey, man, what's what's the deal with the what's the deal with this other guy?" Uh, I don't really know much about him, and the only thing you hear from them is just like, "Oh, he's the fucking worst. I hate his guts. I never want to see him again. I'm gonna kick him out of the fucking house, and he's never coming back here." And then everybody else you talk to is just like, hey, "He's a cool guy." <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like in, in in terms of the the story, hey, you gotta worship me. I don't feel like it. Fuck you, asshole! Get out of here! <laughs> it's like, Jesus, man. I think I'd, I'd like to hear less of that guy, if you know what I mean. That's right. Uh, yeah, I think I think we're on the same page there. I, I wish he hadn't done 65 other books just detailing how much he hates things. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just uh, a, a whole book just dedicated to shellfish and cum. It's like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> I need, I need a too long didn't read on this thread. Come on. You get yeah. it. You hate gays. My a mental maniac. My official stance on the Bible is TLDR. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's, that's, that's why the pamphlets that, that the missionaries have is pretty brilliant. It's like, yeah, man. You, if you want to save my soul, you got to give me a pamphlet or, or make a movie. How come there's not a Bible movie? What the fuck? Yeah, we only get Jesus. You want me to read this shit? Oh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm not reading something. You know, they used to do uh, morality plays back in the day. Like in the Middle Ages and shit like that. Morality plays, interesting. Now what all does did that entail? Um, well, they used to, they used to have these, like, fucking guild plays that, like, the, the guilds in the town or something like that would all sponsor a certain production. And it was just stuff that they saved for festival days and stuff like that. And it'd be, like, Bible stories. There'd be, like, a Noah's Ark. There'd be, like, a fucking end times kind of thing. There'd be, like, the crucifixion mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And some of them, it's really funny, because some of them get goofy as hell with it. Like, there's just people talking about, like, piss and shit in them all the time. <laughs> And then they're like, "Oh, the Son of God!" Ah. <laughs> yeah, and, and also, let's let's worship him. That's what like a lot of it is. I mean, it's all fear mongering, of course. But that's what a lot of it is. Is uh, is I mean, we went through the ringer. We went to all the camps and stuff. But they would always do those plays where it was just 
just fucking like hell like this is what hell looks like and it's like all right is that is is your main selling point hell because (laughs) 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 were they just play disturbed a little too long (laughs) yeah some guy in a hoodie comes up to you and just like has a fake knife that he brandishes every now and then (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm not even saying like we went to scaremare but you know what i mean it's like we went to like uh what was that? Like Snowbird and shit Snowbird. like that. Snowbird, yes. Yeah, Snowbird. Remember yeah. they always did that, he- that uh, like uh, Revelation play. Yeah. And it was like, all right. Yeah. What the hell? What the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, the ripped guy with the huge beard was um, always played Jesus coming back at the end with a massive sword riding on a horse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. It's. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, remember the uh, it might be what you're talking about the um remember the Luther movie we always watched Yeah, I remember that. Remember they showed the the uh, that's medieval, right? Or is that No, that's um that's like early modern. That's a little later. Well, they showed the hell play in that. Remember there was a play. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And the guy John Tetzel burning his hand to sell indulgences. Yeah, I know. He burned his hand. Crazy. Uh, yeah. You think this is bad? Just wait till you get to hell. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I yeah, that I have a vivid memory seared into my mind of a of a. I think it might have been a snowbird. It might have been a Grace Bible Camp. Uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot about Grace Bible Camp. <laughs> yeah, but I remember having a nice little campfire. That's the thing. If you if you were raised like D and I were. It's there was a lot of fun stuff, but it was always surrounded with this weird shroud of like, but also you're dying and going to hell. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> like they constantly reminded you. It's like, can we just fish? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this. It, it's not the camp wasn't fun. It's not that, you know, uh, the trips our parents would take us on weren't fun, but it was also yeah. the other shit. You know what I mean? It's like, can we just right. have one thing that's just fishing? Can we just have a fishing trip? Uh <laughs> I remember uh, a nice campfire, beautiful campfire. We were hanging out, we were riffing, we were credit card swiping each other's assholes. And uh, <laughs> and then the fire is like, yeah, just, just remember, boys, this fire is hot, but there's a fire that's a lot hotter. <laughs> all right, all right, man. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Okay. <laughs> Oh, there's, there's a there's a fire that's a lot hotter. Anyway, yeah, dude, it was like everything had to be a teachable moment, and it was just like, right, yeah, can we just enjoy. Can we just enjoy the simple things in life? Like, I know do we I, really have to tie all this back into the Bible. Like, I know it's like I, I feel the same way about like uh, a lot of comedy nowadays, where it's like it, it feels like uh, a lot of people feel like they have to have a point and it's like, you can just be a clown. You know what I mean? You can just do jokes. Yeah. You don't have to do not there. There of course are the examples of comics that are game changing and fucking really figure it out and really get to a level where they can make great points. But it's like, you can also just do jokes. You know what I mean? Like not every comic yeah. has to get up and the whole like comics are modern day philosophers. It's like, shut up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> comics are modern day philosophers what the fuck <laughs> yeah have you ever heard people, yeah it's it's the funny it's like oh yeah it's it, we're we're really the modern day philosophers and you know and then you just, they go up and talk about their asshole it's like you're, <laughs> you're a clown and that's okay but you're yeah. a clown you know what i mean 
It's okay to be goofy. Dare to be stupid. That's what we're saying. Yeah, like riff. Like just be silly. Like I, I, I can appreciate it when it happens. Like when it's done well. Like when somebody can really make a good bit and like tie it back into a serious point, and then like have a really like pertinent observation or whatever the fuck. But yeah, sometimes you just need to like get up and show your ass on stage a little bit. You just yeah. need to. Well, it's also like. There's a lot of comedy like that out there that's good, and I, you know, I'm not knocking the stuff that's good, but it's it's more so like, uh, I mean, I guess every comic that's good inspires bad comedy, <laughs> but it's like <laughs> it's more so like you see people get up and like try to just talk about their trauma, and then like there's no punchlines. It's like you need to learn how to write punchlines first, you know. <laughs> it's, like, it's like don't don't figure out how to do stand up before you try to shoehorn in all this all, all this perspective <laughs> or figure out a new medium like maybe stand up isn't the best place for your film essay that's a great point that's a great point i it, the, the whole like what is stand up what isn't stand up argument is just like i think there needs to be a one man show one person show genre you know what i mean because it's like mm-hmm. a one hour person a one hour one person show that's not funny that's not illegitimate you know what I mean? It's not an illegitimate yeah. piece of art, but don't tell me it's some of the best stand-up ever, because it's not. You know what I mean? It's like, if your goal isn't trying to be funny, then it's not, you're, you're not doing stand-up. No, I get that. That's an underrated form, honestly. <laughs> and, and Noah Aiden makes a great point here. Why do I need Descartes when I got Dane Cook? Exactly right. <laughs> I'd love to see all those all those philosophers performing like Dane Cook. That'd be nice. <laughs> I, I I drink, therefore I slam pussy. <laughs> I drink, therefore I crush pussy. <laughs> Cognito ergo cum. <laughs> Call <laughs> oh, that your modern philosophy. <laughs> you been getting into this book learning shit, son? <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been getting into book learning lately. You been reading that Descartes? Descartes. I mean, I honestly, I don't I don't remember what Descartes did. I just I I I don't know much, but I knew enough that I knew it wasn't Descartes. <laughs> I was like, it's, it's Descartes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not a very smart guy, but I know that. <laughs> Descartes almost sounds like a. To be fair, it almost sounds like an Eagles track. <laughs> yeah, it's a Descartes. Descartes Pito. Descartes Pito. Descartes one of the. Uh, Descartes one of the um the people who um was uh, one of the founders of, like, rationalism in a way. He, like, he did his, he, his most famous thing is probably his uh, Cogito Ergo Sum, I think, Therefore I Am. Mmm, interesting. Well, you know, you're, I know we shit on religion a lot on the show. I think Therefore I Am, nice. But mm. that's the thing. It doesn't seem like there really are modern-day philosophers, and I don't think I'm, you know, I'm not up my own ass. I don't think I'm a philosopher, right? But... That's my thing with, like, there's so many religions established now. It's like, why do you have to align to a specific way of thought? I like the idea of just being a free thinker and just kind of feeling the way you feel and having different experiences and just letting your experience on Earth uh, kind of kind of uh, carve out. Everyone, everyone has their own... Uh, 
way of thinking, I think. And I think that's beautiful. You know what I mean? It's like, why, why does it have to be like, I'm a liberal and I'm a, I'm a Christian. You know what I mean? It's like, what? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, why does it have to be you pick your political party and you pick your religion? It's like, just experience the world around you and, and each, each, uh, each, I guess, like topic, each, what am I, what, help me out here. What, what's that? Like a, like strain of thought? Like, is that what you're going for? Or? Well, I guess it's each like conversation is like, I, it's a case by case basis. You know what I mean? It's like, mm. like I'm, I'm pro-choice, you know what I mean? But it's like, that, yeah. doesn't, that doesn't make me a liberal. It's like, okay, right. abortion, yeah. where do I stand? Pro-choice, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, yeah. healthcare, I think it should be universal. Does that make me liberal? No, it's like, you know what I mean? It's just like, I don't yeah. want to align to these parties. It's like, just everything is a case-by-case -case basis. Let's think about it. Let's talk about it. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. I feel like I feel it's, like it's, it's, a, it's like it's like religion and like politics. It's like it's all been turned into sports. It's like everyone just wants to like choose a team and then yell. And it's like, but it's you have you're 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 an individual. You have your own brain. Think about it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to be like I I'm a leftist. That's how I am. Or I'm a conservative. It's like no, dude. Just think about it. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, you I know? get that. I feel I feel like that is the easy pitfall, especially now at this point in history, where there, um, where there, where there are like heavily established religions that have their own like bureaucracy and, you know, like m mechanisms that help like keep them going, and the same for like certain political apparatuses, like the two party system in the United States and stuff like that. Just yeah. that a lot of like time and resources have gone into like preserving and supporting that like. It's almost like kind of the the intellectual fast food effect of just like, Ooh. well, it is easier. It is easier just to go with the the ready made option for you. But you know whether you should or not is another question. Yeah, I I love the fast food analogy. That's perfect. It's like yeah, it's <laughs> that's fucking perfect. You know what I mean? No, no. It's like it, it, it really it, is. It like, just boils it down to like I don't have to think about it. I can just tell people, you know. And I mean, like I definitely like. I, I am a more, I guess, like, left-leaning guy. You know what I mean? Like, I would not... I definitely wouldn't say I'm, like, a, a right-leaning guy. Uh, right. But, like, it's just, you know... I I don't want to be part of anybody's team. You know what I mean? It's just, like, I, I'm, I'm a free thinker, you know? And... and yeah. Like my, my, like, my biggest thing is just, like, I... Especially being raised as religious as we were and, like, crazy, like... They just wanted to, like, stifle our, like, thought. You know what I mean? It's, like... I... I'm not interested in just being part of someone's party. You know what I mean? It's like, I just yeah. celebrate free thought, celebrating in celebrate individualism, celebrate being a individual free thinker. That's mm -hmm. how I feel. No, I agree. I agree. Cause like at the, at the base, like at its base, like once you get down to like the functions of a party or like a religious organization, at the end of the day, even if you're, even if like a good chunk of your, interests align with the parties or align with the institutions at the end of the day the institution is out for itself and they're looking for people who are going to support it as yeah. much as possible and yeah. so yeah 100 to make, yeah to like really realign like your beliefs and stuff like that to align with like you know the goals of an organization you know whether it's religious political etc like is is a very dangerous thing to do and yeah, like, no, um, especially like, uh, I, I think it was a tweet. I don't even remember who I heard say this, but it's like, 
there's something about I I really I feel like 2020 radicalized me a lot in terms of like COVID. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. In terms of being like more left leaning, because um, you just saw how just like dumb as fuck conservatives are. <laughs> but it's it's like I I saw this great tweet one time where it's like there's something um almost more respectable about conservatives just because they don't give a fuck about you and they'll tell you they don't give a fuck about you you know mm. i hate this shit where it's like the left no 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 politician gives a fuck about you you know what i mean it's not left versus right zero politicians give a fuck i always say no politician will ever understand what it's like to be page campbell you know what i mean it's like right, yeah. hunter biden gets caught with fucking billions millions of dollars of cocaine doesn't get any in any trouble you know what i mean it's like if <laughs> If if that was any normal person, they wouldn't see their kid again. You know what I mean? So it's like Joe Biden. Right, yeah. Joe Biden's not my guy because it's like any normal person wouldn't see their son again, uh, based right. on like, how much coke was involved. But you know they're rich as fuck, so they don't get in any trouble. In thanks to the legislation that Biden passed uh, earlier in his career, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like so. It's like it's not a left versus right thing. It's like. They they won't. Uh, it's like they they cannot understand what it's like to be me. But I don't like how the left seems to like gaslight. They seem to act like they care, and and they don't. You know what I mean? It's like you don't care. Yeah. Don't don't pretend. I, I that really bothers me when someone tells me they give a fuck, and it's like, but it's but your actions are showing that you don't. Every action you take shows that you don't care what happens to me. So don't tell me you care. I don't need you to care, but don't tell me you do. You know what I mean? That really is fucked up. And it's, it's almost more fucked up to me. I, I, I have zero respect for the right, but I do respect how the right is like very in your face. We don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? We don't give yeah. a fuck. Fuck your feelings. It's like, that's not a cool stance to have fuck your feelings, but it's, it's cooler than I care about your feelings, but then just doing action after action after action that doesn't help me at all it's like okay you don't yeah. care about my feelings but you're lying to me that's fucked you know there's a lot of there's a lot of posturing i feel like especially in leftist circles there's a lot of posturing and social clout and reputation that gets taken into account that like really buries that really buries a lot of like just being blatantly honest in many cases <laughs> yeah and a lot right. of like i don't know I feel yeah. like it's, I feel like part of it is, like, the different, like, cultural dynamics you do get into of, like, when you're trying to be around, like, a certain leftist circle or, like, when you're around a more conservative circle. Because I do, I, and maybe, too, it is just, like, how we were raised. Because, like, we grew up in pretty, we, we grew up around a lot of, like, pretty just, like, blue-collar, salt-of-the-earth, very conservative people. Oh, so, yeah. like, it was all blue in part, like, I, I do, I will always have, like, an appreciation for just, like, that that blatant honesty of just like you you know at the end of the day even if you don't agree with someone like you know where you stand with them you don't have to worry about like i don't yeah. know you don't you don't have to worry about this like almost like uh i don't even i don't even have a good word to describe it just like this whole well i i always say it's like uh i kind of view it as like people who are hardcore on the right they're 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 grizzly bears you know what i mean it's like and grizzly mm. bears are very scary to me but they're in your face and they're roaring and they've got big claws. It's like, I know to stay away from them. It's like, 
people who are all, who are on the far far left they seem like snakes in the grass and it's like i'm way more scared of a grizzly bear than i am a snake in or i'm way more scared of a snake in the grass than i am a grizzly bear cuz grizzly bear mm. you see it it's dangerous stay away from it a snake in the grass you don't fucking know you're walking you're walking along the path and it fucking bites you in the leg you know yeah but it, it, it's it's like, it's like a snake in the grass that you still have to see at parties every now and then <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you have to kind of cultivate uh, a relationship with the snake because what it could do for you, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, it goes back to what I'm saying. This, this fucking uh, team bullshit sucks. You know what I mean? It's like in the same yeah. way you take every conversation as a case by case basis, fill in the blank, you know, abortion, uh, whatever. Uh, I, I think it's the same with people. It's like, I don't care how, like what you're, I don't care who you are, like what your skin color is, what your uh, like identity is, what your what group you're in, what religion, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. take each person on a case by case basis, you know, is this person a fucking mm-hmm. asshole or are they not? You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't care. I don't, it's, 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 it's more about who they are, you know? It has, no- yeah. it, has, it has nothing to do with, like, how they identify or, like, like what their politics are. It's just, like, just just talk to me, you know? Just Right, yeah. Let's no, talk. I totally get that. Yeah. I totally get that. Like, I, I, I think it is, and it's something that I've been trying to pay more attention to, like, lately, especially, like, how someone brands themselves versus versus, like, how you interact with them when you're not, you know, when they're not trying to brand themselves. Like, do they do they stack up like seeing them interact with other people, like in certain other situations? And I don't know. I, I mean, think it's, like, it's, it's really, it's like, it's, it's all how you treat people, man. It's like, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, if you treat people like shit, you're a bad person. And if you don't treat people like shit, you're a good person, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Honestly, those are, those are the most tangible things that people are going to experience. I feel when you get down to it. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, I mean, like, <laughs> I'm enjoying this talk, but I, it's not very funny. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> at the beginning we were shitting on, yeah, just be funny, just be a clown. But <laughs> I guess what we were we, saying is... We've, hey. we've gone from comedy to being modern-day philosophers. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's a pipeline. What can we do? That's right. But, it's, I mean, your point of it doesn't have to be stand-up, it's like, that's right, you know? Yeah. Start start a podcast if you want to have conversations like this because I think it's nice. No, I agree. I agree. I've uh, I've really been enjoying like getting into like the film essay rabbit hole of YouTube and just seeing what people are making and the different stuff that they're talking about on there. Yeah. No. One hundred percent. Well, what, so what can be done, dude? Oh, what have I? Oh, sorry. To? What were you saying? Oh, <laughs> I was going to ask you what you've been up to. So. Oh, oh my, oh my gosh. Well, we're real Gift of the Magi situation here. <laughs> this is exactly like Gift of the Magi. I shaved my pubes so I could buy you bottom surgery. And, uh, oh my God. And, uh, I, I bought, I got bottom surgery so that I could, uh, give, give you pube cream. So, so you could get, <laughs> so you could get me in, uh, pube implants. <laughs> <laughs> So I can actually make money doing sex work. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm trying to think what my mine would be LASIK, I think. It's like uh LASIK. <laughs> I, I my I need top surgery. My top surgery is LASIK. I uh... <laughs> Dude, that that sounds like a fucking that sounds like a fucking thing you hear at open mic. I need, I need LASIK so I can see clearly and uh you need bottom surgery so the right can be like, okay, she's an actual woman. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, I do identify as trans. Uh, I need top surgery all the time. Uh, every time I go to my eye doctors, he's just like, it's getting worse. And I'm like, give me that LASIK. <laughs> yeah, referring to well, LASIK. That's not funny, LASIK fuck you. I'm just saying, uh, folks, we're we're hanging out. We're we're catching up. This is really half of the show is us riffing, and half of the show is us legitimately catching up. Like we, we, it's an excuse for us to talk, and I and I love it because I love you so much. Same here. Love you to bits. I want to kiss you on the lips. Well, soon you can. I'll be in Philly all uh, next Ew. week. I'm I'm leaving for Philly tonight. Soon you will be able to kiss me on the lips, and it's going to be beautiful. I I can't wait. Hell yeah, gonna see that AEW Dynamite, baby. We are. We're going to Dynamite. Yeah, it's gonna be... I, I mean, I went to the first Dynamite two years ago, and when we were talking about going to this, I was like, well, Dynamite's gonna be a Philly. I just want to visit D and uh, do, do some mics, you know, hang out. Yeah. But I didn't even realize this was gonna be the two-year anniversary show. How serendipitous that... Uh, I, I, you know, I went to the first one, and this is the two-year anniversary. I can't believe it. We might have to make a, make a, a tradition of going to the anniversary show. I mean, I'd be down. That's a tradition I can get into. Yeah, I mean, it's I can, I can join the church of ladder matches and. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> I do feel like, like being raised crazy religious, like we were. Uh, I, and and walking away from it, I do feel like it's left this gap in my life. Not not a god-sized hole. That's what they love to say. There's a god-sized hole in your heart. <laughs> There's not a god-sized <laughs> hole. I don't feel like I'm missing anything in those regards. But I do feel like uh, wrestling has filled that void of like constantly trying to get other people in on something. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what a, a bulk of religion is. Is like. Hey, what are you doing on Wednesday nights? <laughs> and, and, and yeah, it, it you don't have to. It doesn't have to be a, a theology. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, join me on Wednesday nights because AEW is dope. That's the only reason because it's dope, <laughs> and, and we can fucking freak out together when crazy shit happens. <laughs> Dude, if you walk into half of the churches in America and you just shout, you can have hobbies outside of church, the whole thing will collapse within a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of it is just, just ho a hobby. Yeah. You got all these lonely people looking to hang out. They got weird sexual problems. Yeah. You just tell them to hang out. <laughs> yeah, I get it. You need something to do. But it's, it's, it's weird when it becomes like a judgment thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, yeah, if you don't like, show up to the social club. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, like, I, I I, was saying, like, we couldn't have anything that was just fun, you know what I mean? Like, like it would always be this weird thing. I definitely would introduce, if I had a kid, I would introduce them to all of the stuff I liked, you know, wrestling and comics and whatever. And if they don't right, like yeah. it, whatever. But it's like, I'm introducing you to it just because it's fun, not because it's like this this is the way. You know what I mean? 
right yeah <laughs> this is this is the way it's like yeah it's like you know it's fine if it's not your thing but this is fun you don't need to fucking ah <laughs> oh, anyway no dad i don't want to be a stand-up comic <laughs> that would be brutal if i would just if i was just like tr like obsessed with my kid being a comedian <laughs> i want to pursue my dream as a fundamental preacher <laughs> Yeah, well, you see those As videos of, like... evangelical minister. Sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> oh, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, I was just saying, uh, you see those videos of, like... I started comedy when I was 17. But you see those videos of, like, 10-year-olds doing comedy, and it's like, yeah, that's just a kid making... Or that's just a parent making their kid do comedy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's all that is. That's just someone making their kid do comedy. <laughs> You're gonna get a fucking tight five, and you're gonna love it. <laughs> yeah, you better yeah. do crowd work. <laughs> you do must, you must do crowd work. <laughs> Imagine if people like like if judges sentenced people to like doing comedy as community service. <laughs> <laughs> that is the uh, the most liberal use of community service I've ever heard. <laughs> Because a, a hot well, show, a good show, it, yeah, it definitely is like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, like that 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 bettered the world. You know what I mean? People are laughing, beautiful, but it's like open mics are so so much of the time just ambushes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to drink and not think about my shitty life. Why are you talking to a microphone? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that's 2 a.m. at a bar most everywhere in America. It's just somebody plugged him in. Somebody had an XLR cord and a little too much free time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. Damn. God damn. Yeah, well, I, I, sorry this has been such a heady episode, I suppose, folks, but we're really up. We're waxing metaphysical on this one. Yeah, we're, we're waxing philosophic. That's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but drop a booyah in the chat if you're hanging out. Uh, you asked how I was doing, D. I'm good. I, I just went up to D.C. I got to hang out uh, with Alex, do a bunch of mics in D.C. I'll be on State Theater next Thursday. If you're in D.C., come hang out at that. Very excited about that. Um, but yeah, it was beautiful. W did did two or three mics? Did I went to a Caps game? Caps versus Devils. Ooh, Felt weird. The one. The Devils did win. Uh, I was gonna say if Jersey. Felt weird to cheer against the Devils, but because <laughs> you know I'm a big Devil guy. Uh, but I love the Caps. Uh, it was a great game though. Four five. Four five. Ooh. They got that fifth goal in the last, but seeing nine goals—that's a lot of goals. Not a lot. So it was beautiful. Yo, very involved. Yeah, a lot, you know, like any sport, you go and you see like one or two goals. We got to see nine goals. Come on. That sport was tight like your bussy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, my fucking bussy is a nightmare. It's fucking. <laughs> that's really, I mean, like, I, I obviously it's not a choice, but it's like, I, you know, that's really the reason I feel like I, I could not be gay. Like, I would feel so bad. If I was gay, because it's like, dude, just 
my asshole is not good. <laughs> I, would feel, I would feel so bad about directing people to my asshole. <laughs> I would have more guilt about my just my asshole than <laughs> being gay. <laughs> people would start. People would start questioning your sexuality just to be like, "Are, are you sure?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I'm not even anti getting into the asshole. I love licking an asshole, getting right in there when I'm with a lady. But uh, don't go, don't go near my asshole. It's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> it's fucking. <laughs> you you got to do some cleanliness. You want like you want like a like a model house to show off to somebody. You don't want like a gamer den of an asshole to show somebody. I know, and mine's not a model house. It's a haunted house. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> full of fucking cobwebs and bones, and <laughs> it's just not good. Don't go in there, man. <laughs> the spirit of all those dead horses that you've been eating whenever you go out. <laughs> yeah, spirits. The name of the horse, isn't that a spirit? Yeah, spirits. Stallion of Simeon. <laughs> Yeah, featuring that one song that everybody sang for like two years. That's right. <laughs> the Stallion of the Cimarron. That was a Dude, I remember was that a seeing Pixar joint. I can't remember if it was a Pixar joint or not. It might have been actually, though I would be surprised. It's definitely not Disney, is what I'll say. I think I think David Spader voiced the horse. David Spader. Yeah. Yeah, Cusco. Oh, wait. You're not saying David Spade. You're saying David Spader? Oh, David Spade. Yeah, that oh, guy. Okay. I thought, I, okay. Oh, no, actually. Guess who it was? Who's that? Matt Damon. Matt Damon, the horse? Yeah, Matt Damon was the voice of spirit. <laughs> I don't remember the horse talking, even. Wow. The, the horse never talks. It's just, it's, it's all in his head. Because oh, it's from the yeah, horse's yeah. perspective. Like how Vin Diesel uh, was Groot. <laughs> we, got, we got big news, guys. We got Vin Diesel as Groot. It's like, okay, he's going to say, I am Groot over and over again. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. No, they, they brought... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead, go ahead. They, they brought Matt Damon into the studio just being like, can you uh, neigh and Winnie for two and a half hours? <laughs> I know, yeah, that's hilarious. It's like, just use, a, just use horse noises. You could probably buy horse, no horse stock sounds. You don't have to give shell out Damon money. <laughs> I was just going to say, uh, yeah, I, 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 am, I am a big enough nerd that I knew Groot only said I am Groot before the movie. <laughs> Because <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy is small enough, not now, but it's small enough that there are definitely people who did not know that shit going in. <laughs> when they're like, Vin Diesel is Groot, it's like, okay, so he's just going to say I am Groot over and over again? Because <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be knowing what Groot's up to, shit. <laughs> you, you knew Groot before it was popular. I did. Well, I mean, I, that was the first one when, when fucking, because uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe now is like just all over the place, right? Like there's so, so, so much of it. Uh, yeah. For better or for worse, there's just so much of it, right? Mm. Uh, that was the first one where I was like, yo, I cannot believe they're making a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. That's fucking nuts. Like, I've been watching, I, I've been reading these comics for fucking years. I can't believe Guardians of the Galaxy is a thing that's happening. That's insane. 
Yeah, I remember. Do you remember we went to fucking Georgetown to watch like a sneak peek of it? <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah. We 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 went. Uh, I mean, TBH. The sneak peek was fine. I just wanted that poster. They were giving out posters, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I forgot there was a free poster that went with it. Yeah, free Guardians poster. Come on, mom, drive us. <laughs> we'll go to we'll go to Georgetown Cupcakes afterwards. <laughs> That's what, exactly exactly. I forgot about we that. Fucking yeah, we, we 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 did. We hit we hit the road just to see fucking 15 minutes at Guardians. <laughs> and what I'll say, Guardians of the Galaxy, tight movie. It's a it's a good ass movie. I still haven't seen it. Oh, very I'm really. <laughs> God damn. God damn. Good goddamn. Well, good goddamn. But yeah, that's basically what I've been up to. D, I fucking did some shows, went to a Caps game. Tell me, tell me, what have you been up to? I want to hear it all. Well, I've been making a lot of music lately, I tell you that much. I love to uh, A lot of music. Yeah, Lisa played a show in Jersey a couple weeks ago. Um,. And we wrote a new song. Uh, we've been on a songwriting kick lately. Uh, finished that up last week. Most recent thing that I've been up to I was a uh, show. Yeah, yeah, we are. We're looking to record in November, so things are really starting to heat up. Now, when you say looking to record, are you saying uh, EP full length? EP Sundays at six. <laughs> where we uh, where we put a hot record every week and then we release it <laughs> in anticipation of an album. That's right. Uh, EP at this point, we're gonna go up to Mass. Uh, our drummer Danielle, uh, one of her friends, has offered to record us there, so we're gonna go to Boston for Fuck a little yes. bit. Fuck yeah! Yeah. Hopefully, get some Boston gigs. Maybe a New York gig New in York the mix. Great. Yeah, I'd I'd love to. Flick the bean town. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta flick the bick before you lick the bean town. <laughs> yeah, before you can, before you can uh, fully go in, bust right inside of the Big Apple, you gotta flick the bean town. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm the most excited about is going to see all those Boston markets they have around. Uh, I've really been wanting uh, to go to a Boston market. <laughs> there's gotta be a Boston market on every corner. There's gotta be. <laughs> I would just love some shitty gravy and, like, a little bit of the bread. Dude, Boston Market is shitty. Have you ever been to one? <laughs> no, I've stayed far away. <laughs> it is pretty. I mean, it's like, it's kind of like a sizzler. You know what I mean? It's kind of okay, like that, 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 that type of thing. Uh, all of those, like... Uh, it's it's a Yankee sizzler. <laughs> all, all of those... Oh, and Alex Castan in the chat says, I hope you have a nice time in Boston. Very nice comment. Oh. From a, you know, we had a phone call earlier, D. What I'm going to say is it's a nice comment from a genuine great guy, Alex Castan. Mm -hmm. Alex Castan is a genuine great guy. And we just want to put that message out there. He's a genuine great guy. We want to reiterate that. There is no, uh, there is no irony in our voice. We are saying that Alex Castan is a genuine great guy, unlike <laughs> other people. Unlike other are people, not what I'll so say is, not you, so great. you should trust him. If you have any hesitancy to trust him, you should. You should trust him 100%. That's right. He wears his heart on his sleeve. You know where you stand with Alex. He's a good fucking guy. Exactly. He wears his heart on his sleeve. You don't have to do any guessing game bullshit with Alex. 
he lets you know. You don't have to, you don't have to do any psyops or any mind games. You don't have to hide why you're mad at somebody. Or right. maybe I'm getting a little too in depth. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one knows. No one knows. You, the day of reckoning is coming, and you know what you've done. <laughs> That's all I'll say. It is fast are, at hand. Are, are we subtweeting live via podcast on Instagram Live? Yes, but you know what you've done, and the worst is yet to come. That's all I'm going to say. The four horsemen have not yet left the gates of heaven. The stables of heaven are closed tight, and those horses are stamping at the bits, ready to exact judgment on you, who know who you are, at the exact time of your reckoning. The four horsemen? <laughs> think at this point, it's been 2,000 years. You think at this point it would be the four horse people? That's right. Exactly. They, if, if I could do one edit of the Bible, it would be that. Well, you know, I think the direct translation from Greek is uh, Mr. Hand, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's only three horsemen now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but famine wanted to try something out with the horse. Didn't work out. Yeah, it was more like slamming by the end of it. <laughs> That's epic, though. You're going to record something. I love that, D. I love it. Yeah. Well, we'll finally have a good EP to, to show around to people. Um, we are also playing it. We got quite, kind of a busy month um, in October, love honestly. Love it. Um, yeah, we're playing another show in New Brunswick, a surprise show that uh, came up this weekend. So we're going to play this Saturday. Um, we're also playing the halftime of a roast that's coming up. The roast of Drew Montana, very funny guy. Um, I'm sure you'll meet him while you're up here. And uh, yeah, there's going to be a roast, and Lisa is going to be playing the halftime. So we're going to be the uh, the Beyonce for the Super Bowl of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is to blow way out of proportion. <laughs> this is the Super Bowl, and we're playing. I mean, if you want to tell people you're playing the Super Bowl halftime, go ahead. Lisa is playing the Super Bowl halftime. The next one that's coming up. With two of those teams that I'm sure you're answering to see. Yeah, and in my opinion, every year the Super Bowl halftime should be 10 to 15 minutes of DP live and then 10 to 15 minutes of Lisa. (laughs) 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 I think you should should stand right up. I don't even need to do stand up. Fuck that. Uh, We do 15 minutes. You stand right up from from your microphone. You grab a guitar and Lisa just starts going. That's the halftime, <laughs> every year. As the stage opens up underneath and the band just, like, rises. <laughs> um, yeah, well, you know what uh, I'm, I, I meant to say here about the Boston market you were talking about? Mm. Yeah. I compared it to a sizzler. Here's what I think. All of these uh, shitty... All of these shitty... Uh, buffets you know like just just trash buffets you pay 10 bucks you get a little bit of everything right yeah they've all started to drop off here and there and you've seen more um golden corrals pop up i think it's like Mm. i think it's like a megazord thing they've all combined (laughs) and they've all (laughs) turned into golden corrals you know, that's a that's a pertinent observation, I have to say. <laughs> it's 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 more a theory. It's like I feel like they're all combining forces to make one mega shit buffet. 
<laughs> okay, so it would be Boston Market, Sizzler. Uh, what's that other one? What's that? What's that other fucking buffet? You're right. It's not Golden Corral. There's another one that's in the same vein. That's like we used to go to it with trash. like uh, Piccadilly. Piccadilly. Okay, that's not what I was thinking of, but yes, Piccadilly. There's one that's like, yeah, and great, great call on Piccadilly, but. <laughs> I, I, when I say that's not the one I'm thinking of, killer call on Piccadilly. Awesome call. <laughs> I'm, I'm not diminishing your call on Piccadilly. Fucking excellent call. <laughs> well, thank uh, you so much. But there is another one that's like, ah, fuck, it's bothering me. If you if you got it in the chat, please pop it in. But it's like, please pop it in the chat. Give us that one shitty. Like, it's right there. Is the Sizzler in Western Sizzlin? Uh, connected? Because we always Western used to go to Sizzlin. Western Sizzlin, which is not. Oh, that's true. I yeah, I feel like I feel like Western Sizzlin might have been it. No, I don't know if they're connected though. There's one that's like there's honestly one that's like it's more Megazord than Golden Corral. It's like huge, and I, can't, I gotcha. It, it's huge. They have fucking everything, and it, you know, their 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 slogan should be ma- a master of or jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none. You know what I mean? Because it's like, <laughs> they've got every food under the umbrella. None of them are very good. <laughs> yeah, more like a, uh, more like a jack-off-of-all-trades. Oh! oh. Yes! Hey! This is, this I'm doing is some... bothering me greatly, though, that I can't think of it. I'm doing some intel right now on my comp, because it's right here. I searched Golden Corral... And we have other restaurants. People also search for Cracker Barrel. Well, that's not a buffet. Sizzler, not a buffet. buffet. I will say, you said CT's, the buffet of pizza. What is that? Oh, CC's. I forgot about CC's. Yeah, yeah CC's is a whole nother fucking $5. Five, it's like, <laughs> it's, it's six if you want to get a fountain drink. Six, $6. <laughs> it's, it's fucking card. And also, by the way, I mean, I've got the palate of a raccoon. I'm shitting on all these places. I will eat at them without hesitancy. Hey, you want to go to CC's? Yeah, sure. Let's go. <laughs> I, I wouldn't hesitate. I mean, hey, five bucks in our uh, in-house arcade that you do have to pay extra for. They do have a little arcade. That's true. Yeah. It's like Dave and Buster's for five-year-olds. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, the arcade is uh, like three machines. It's funny when it's like, we've got an arcade and it's like two claw machines and a Pac-Man. It's like, all right, that's that's not really an arcade, but. (laughs) But yeah, I'm I'm trying to think. Uh, The only other ones I can think of are Shoney's. Shoney's uh, is a good call. Yeah, and that brings us to this week's hashtag as well. Shitty buffets. Fuck it. You know. <laughs> this week, we're talking about shitty buffets. Dude, remember how we used to do a hashtag for, like, every episode, and then around episode six or so, we just kind of stopped doing it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I, 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 the hashtag thing is, like, it's really, like, I'm just looking for an episode title, and... <laughs> um, Modern-day Phil Cox, Coxifers. <laughs> That's it. We're the modern day Phil Coxivers. <laughs> modern gay philosophers, more like it. Modern gay Phil Coxivers. 
<laughs> and I, I love that you always pop it in the chat. Hashtag shitty buffet. Shitty buffets. <laughs> you know, it, uh, it's it's not Buffett. You know to use t two Fs because you always want more. <laughs> was that when he was doing the the fucking club circuit, Jimmy Buffet? <laughs> well, you know, no James Buffet. James Buffet, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when he was, I'm trying to. That, that's so funny. Like Jimmy Buffett before he took off, he's like, I, I'm trying to be uh, taken seriously as an artist. It's like, all right, man. This, I respect. I, I genuinely do respect what you do, just because it's like, dude, the the anger, the vitriol that I've heard directed at Jimmy Buffett. It's like, bro, it rules that he just wrote a bunch of songs about drinking rum and eating cheeseburgers, and, yeah. and he's just famous as fuck. Like, good on you, Jimmy. Fuck yeah. But the idea of him being a starving artist and being like, I just want to set the world on fire. I want people to take me seriously as an artist. It's like, <laughs> hey man. He's, just, he's, just a, he's in a fucking cocktail lounge. It's like one in the morning. There's like one person there. And he's just like, T-Bones on cloud nine. And they're just like, have you thought about changing that to cheeseburger in paradise? Yeah. And he's just like, thank you. I am never going to sink to your level. <laughs> Like, like a behind the music with, her, with with him where it's like, I mean, it's just, when you think about it, you don't know where you're going to go when the volcano blows. <laughs> <laughs> when the volcano blows, I mean, would you have a plan? <laughs> dude, dude, it, it would do all that. It would do all the classic things of like a fucking like movie like that where you see young Jimmy and he's just like, I don't know what to do for this lyric. And then somebody is just like, oh, come on, Day, it'll be all right. And he's just like, oh, that's the one. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I would Here's, here's like your cheeseburger, sir. Oh, now I'm in paradise. And he's just like, somebody give me a notepad quick. Yeah. <laughs> give me a notepad. <laughs> Yeah, a chain, a, cha a chain restaurant and a couple of platinum records later, the rest is history. <laughs> a pirate looks at 50. <laughs> a <Whoa>. salty piece of land. <laughs> the one he wrote from a pig's perspective. <laughs> I mean... Author, uh, restaurateur, singer-songwriter Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like respect to him for just being rich as fuck off of just just nothing like it's 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 just absolute trash music i play it all the time i i'm not knocking it but it's absolute trash music and it's like dude fuck yes good on you man good on you <laughs> yeah also, no, I, get that, dude. I mean have you heard his uh shrewd business move he jimmy buffett has one of the shrewdest business moves out of any performer i've ever heard let me run wait this what is it yeah, lay it on me. I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm gonna pop the cowboy hat on for, for a little Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Buffett is the only like stadium level performer, right? Mm. That gets a cut of the bar sale. Oh. He's the only I didn't one. Know that. Yeah, so so he's the only one, like like these places make so much money off of fucking uh off of booze, obviously, right? Right. 
And they, the, the, you ever wonder why the T-shirts are fucking $40 when you go to a show? These places clean up because they also, the reason the T-shirts are $40, they also demand a cut of the merch sales, even though they didn't do anything, right? Right, yeah. That's why it's 40 fucking bucks, right? Mm. But Jimmy Buffett is the only guy who is at that level who gets a cut of bar sales. Because there was one tour, he had the whole thing booked, and he was just like, I don't think I'm going to do Margaritaville this time. And and all of them were like, what? Jimmy, J- Jimmy, you got to do Margarita. What? Jimmy. He's like, I got, I got a lot of hits. I don't think I need to play Margaritaville. Jimmy, come on, man. You got to do Margaritaville. You know how much booze we sell because of Margaritaville? Exactly. Exactly. Uh-huh. You, you know how I'm not doing Margaritaville unless I get 15% of the bar. Holy shit. And that and that's his thing. It's part it's part of his contract. He's like, unless I get a cut of the bar, Margaritaville is not getting played. I'm not doing it. Dude, that's a very <laughs> smart move. Isn't that badass? It's like, dude, I'm just yeah. I'm not singing Margaritaville unless you give me my cut. Like, fuck <laughs> yeah, Jimmy. Hell yes. <laughs> my lord. Yeah. Respect. What, is it? what a weird thing up. Absolute respect to Jimmy for <laughs> for that move. <laughs> Honestly, that's an incredible move right there, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it rules. It's like, dude, yes. He got he got their asses. <laughs> Salty piece of land indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Cause he noticed that fucking by the time he gets to Margaritaville, everyone's fucking hammered. And it's right, like yeah. yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm not fucking singing Margaritaville unless I get my cut. <laughs> Beautiful. That is a smart move too, like for a guy who's made his career about basically singing songs about just like day drinking and hanging out to yeah. just be fucking like, I want my cut of the bar. Cause yeah. you know, he's going to bank off that. I'll do all the other ones. I'll do. Let's dr- let's get drunk and screw. I'll do fucking whatever. But it's like Margaritaville's not the mustache. <laughs> Please tell me the pencil than mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're not worried about the volcano song. It's like, you know, uh. <laughs> dude, imagine you're not going to do Margaritaville. I mean, I can, if you give me what's coming to me. <laughs> Dude, fucking Jimmy Buffett is like an as like a quote unquote like pretentious artist or something, just being like, I'm not gonna play pencil thin mustache unless you give me fifteen percent of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I mean, that's fine. There might be some parrot heads that are like. Oh, no, no, no pencil and mustache. <laughs> but dude, what, what do you think the percentage? We don't, we don't, we don't of... go a fuck if you don't play pencil and mustache, man. <laughs> dude, what what do you think the percentage of parrot heads are that just like pencil and mustache is their favorite Jimmy Buffett song, and then the other just uh, would kill themselves right after if Jimmy did not sing pencil and mustache at the show. <laughs> That's a weird one, pencil thin mustache. It's like I I need to hear pencil thin mustache. I must. I absolutely must. That's the kind of thing. It's like the the same kind of people who obsess about that song probably also have a poster of the Graduate in their room. We got uh, Samantha, our producer, in the chat. Samantha, I can't wait to see you tomorrow. I'm gonna give both the, both of you beautiful ladies a big old hug. But D, what Ooh. I'll say is, I hope you are googling because i i can't in good conscience in this episode until i remember this buffet name 
I I honestly cannot find anything. Like I've found some buffets. Oh my like god! A oh Sizzling. my god! This is not a work. This is not a bit. I just said I can't end the show until. Oh, thank you for the booyah, Samantha. <laughs> I just said I can't end the show until I think of it. We're right at an hour, and it just popped into my head. You ready for this? Wait, give it to me. What is it? I may be overblowing how how big this is, but I remember it being like. This is the big, like, they've got everything. This is the big buffet, right? Any guesses? Uh, P.F. Chang's. P.F. Chang's, good guess, not a buffet, <laughs> but, you know. <laughs> ah. uh, well, Longhorn Steakhouse. Longhorn Steakhouse. <laughs> Another excellent guess from D. <laughs> not quite what we're looking for. So, wait, what is it? Have you ever heard of the wood grill? The wood grill! <laughs> the wood grill! Holy shit! That's what I'm saying. Now, I mean, God I don't know. Damn. Did I did, did I overblow the wood grill? In my mind, that was like, that was Mecca. You know what I mean? It's like Mecca. If you're, if you're trying to go to shitty buffets, wood grill is, is the pinnacle. I remember a lot of people talking about wood grill. I don't think I've ever been to one personally. I guess I'll have to make a pilgrimage. Time for me to make my hodge. I mean, it's uh, it's Golden Corral, but just not called Golden Corral. <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, it, it's kind of like the uh, the Kirkland brand of peanut butter versus Jif. Yeah, it, it, exactly. But Wood Grill's up there. Samantha, you're saying Golden Corral. Do you remember Wood Grill? This might just be a Virginia thing, but I feel like it was out there. Wood Grill. Oh, I never knew it was a Virginia thing, Jesus. Well, I don't think it's a Virginia thing, but I just remember the one growing up, it was like, oh, you this is this is some hick shit. This sounds like this sounds like a fucking uh King of the Hill joke. But it's like <laughs> Yeah, we got, we, we got a golden corral, but you gotta go to Harrisonburg if you wanna go to Wood Grill. <laughs> I, I remember you know what I mean it's like it's pretty nice yeah. we got a golden corral but I mean you gotta go into the city you gotta drive to Harrisonburg for, for some wood grill <laughs> Samantha says also K&W do you remember now, a K&W page K&W I can't say I'm familiar with what's the deal with K&W I mean I have to say what's the deal it's probably just the same shit it's probably just <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's a buffet that has everything and none of it's very good. <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't do my searches clear enough because the first thing that popped up was K by Cigarettes After Sex. <laughs> uh, was a cafeteria? Okay, all right. Now here's okay. a weird thing, speaking of cafeterias. Dee, do you remember, just because, like, I guess mom worked there, but once or twice we just ate at the fucking hospital cafeteria i do remember that dude it's like it's like why are we eating at a hospital cafeteria it's like this is dumb as fuck <laughs> i get there must you, have been... you know someone in the hospital sure but like you know there must have been something else going on around that time for us to do that like that is such a weird memory i feel like i do remember this... eating at that fucking it's a weird memory, and this makes it even weirder. I might just be muddled and completely off base here. 
But I feel like I remember Mamaw and Papaw saying they liked it. <laughs> and I mean, like, we were all, uh, not you, I guess, you were born in Denver, but me and Hope were mm -hmm. born in that hospital. Yeah, yeah, so I so. I feel like Mamaw and Papaw, there for our births, while they're waiting on our birth, they're eating at the cafeteria. And I feel like when they came back into town, they were like, hey, we liked that cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> like, can we go back? It's like, I mean, I guess. I guess we can go back. Like, <laughs> Dude, that that is a certain stripe of, like, geriatric food taste. Just, like, yeah. the fucking cafeteria food. Yeah, I feel like that's why they're not as popular anymore. There's no rule against just eating at the hospital cafeteria, but, like... Yeah. <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, it's a, that I I I just want to troll. Like if I'm ever rich as fuck, it's like, yeah, I buy plane tickets just so I can go eat at uh like at just so I can go eat at airports, you know? I just like <laughs> I just like the kind of food they got at the airport. Yeah, you know, that Chick-fil-A Express, I don't want that many options. I want a limited <laughs> menu with higher prices. <laughs> and the possibility to go anywhere. That's right. Yeah. At any point, I could just go anywhere. But it's really about the cafeteria. <laughs> it's the thrill of travel. Yeah, just like a food court. It's like, oh, my God. There's so many options in one place. Holy, <laughs> holy fuck. <laughs> Dude, that sounded, that sounded like a sample to something or something like that. <laughs> it's just so funny, like a hotel cafeteria. It's like uh, the hotel, or not a hotel, a hospital. Yeah. Uh, like the hospital is where they're going to fucking like just like fix you after you've ruined your body. It's so funny that it's just like, it's just chicken fingers and burgers and fucking like <laughs> dog shit food. It's the type of food you would get at a fucking Golden Corral, but it's just at the bottom of a, I, it, it, like, I'm surprised they don't just also serve like, yeah, you want a shot of Jameson? You know what I mean? You want some liquor? We got, we got liquor too at the fucking <laughs> hospital. Dude, hospital cafeteria food, it's its like uh, the epitome of planned obsolescence right there. Just when you thought you were out, they pull you back in. <laughs> it's just so, it's, 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 they're cashing in on stress eating. You know what I mean? It's like, mm -hmm. oh my God, my wife is bleeding, bleeding out upstairs. I'm going to just eat chicken finger basket after chicken finger basket because I'm stressed <laughs> out, man. They don't let me smoke Dude. here anymore. <laughs> Dude, it'd be sillier if, like, uh, the doctors had to push the cafeteria or something like that to get sales up. <laughs> just be like, we're, we're doing everything we can. Uh, Mr. Mulvaney, we're doing everything we can to uh, make your wife feel better. You know, yeah. like, make you feel better? <laughs> Some half-brained ice cream down from the, uh, the soft serve. <laughs> she, look, she's, she's a fighter. We've got her up in the bed. She's feeling comfortable after we've... Um, after we've administered some morphine shots, you know what might make you feel comfortable? <laughs> uh, is a little comfort food. <laughs> that is, that is, be as that is a hilarious as idea. Because I've had so many jobs where it's like, hey, this is your job. And then after like six months to a year, they're like, okay, here's all this other shit that we didn't tell you about, but you have to fucking push. It's like, okay. Yeah. That is such a funny idea. Like, you go to fucking medical school, you become a nurse or a doctor, and then it's like, 
hey, hey, the food's not really moving enough. You also, if you, <laughs> if, if you could direct people who aren't sick to the cafeteria, that would be great. That would, that would be fucking great, if you could. <laughs> yes, doctor, we know you have brain surgery scheduled in 15 minutes. Also, here are the daily specials that we'd like you to push as well. <laughs> the meatloaf is... Yeah, the meatloaf is... I, I mean, what's funny about hospital uh, cafeterias is, like, the food is whatever. I mean, it's fine, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's, like, better than what they're giving people who are dying. <laughs> <laughs> like, people who are dying are just getting fucking, like, a- like just applesauce and fucking, like, garbage, like, corn. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> They're not getting any of the primo cafeteria stuff. They're getting the mixed vegetable medley that got left over from yesterday. Right. Yeah. yeah. They they just take the leftovers from the cafeteria and serve it up. <laughs> God damn, dude. Ugh. God damn, dude. God damn, dude. Yeah. Well, D, this was a good up, uh, I think. You know, I think so too. This got, is a lot of fun. We were heady in the beginning. We got, and then we went right back on our bullshit. We got talking about buffets. Just when we thought we were out, we pulled ourselves back in. Exactly right. It's like, hey, fuck serious conversation. Let's talk about buffets for forty-five minutes. Let's talk about those cafeterias, <laughs> America's cornerstone. <laughs> Yeah, just like wanting to go to a caf- cafeteria is, is is strange. Yeah, like I, I really don't get that impulse because, like, when I go into a cafeteria, I want to get the hell out of there. Yeah, well, because Paget brings up K and W. That was separate from a hospital. That hospital having a cafeteria, it's weird that our grandparents wanted to go there, but you know, <laughs> it makes sense for a hospital at the bottom cafeteria. Sure, right. Yeah. What a weird fucking business model. Like, hey, we're we're just going to open up a cafeteria. Hey, you know how everyone has great memories from their childhood about going to a cafeteria? <laughs> we're opening up a cafeteria. I feel like it must have been like a generational thing. Like, it was the novel thing at the time or something like that. Or it's like... It's got Especially be, yeah. like coming out around the same time when fast food was coming out, and it's mm. like, hey, we don't have to cook at home anymore, or we don't have to go to an expensive restaurant. That is true. Yeah, that that does seem like. I mean, like, Pavel was obsessed with McDonald's, and I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong, I fucking love McDonald's. I fucking eat at it three times a day, but <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like, Pavel was obsessed with it, and it's like, yeah, dude, that was like a thing. It's like McDonald's was new for them yeah that's still and then they watch they watch the slow decline (laughs) yeah right god damn god damn shit man shit man but yeah uh we we uh talked about some great buffets we had a good ep here d before we close it out do you have anything you want to plug 
Oh boy, do I. I've got a couple things to plug. Um, I've got a Lisa show this Saturday in New Brunswick. Fuck yeah. Uh, more details about that will probably follow. Um, I also have a solo show coming up on October 15th. I'm going to be playing. Yeah, going to be wow. playing some of my. Uh, so, uh, diehards of the fans, the, uh, the real uh, deep peers of us, will know. That in addition to playing in Lisa, I also hardcore do some, some hardcore squealers. That was the word I was like. <laughs> but I, I liked well, where you were going. D, P, I'm trying to think of a P. Uh, <laughs> D, all right, fuck it. <laughs> we'll, we'll workshop it. <laughs> we got a couple I mean, days. I'm, try, I'm trying yeah. to think of a word. Uh, I'm trying to think of a synonym for maniacs. But you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> The deep believers. <laughs> <laughs> the deep believers. <laughs> that is dumb as hell. I like it. I like it. <laughs> what I'm getting at is I, I play guitar in Lisa, but I also play music separate right. from Lisa. So uh, if you want to see me do some more experimental stuff, uh, some of that weird stuff that I have in my uh, uh, Instagram bio, um, the noisier shit. Um, you can check out this show that I will have more details about on October 15th if you're in Philadelphia. It should be really cool. Uh, somebody, one of the uh, people who play in a band called Blood is going to be doing some ripping cello stuff. So, yeah, it should be a fun show, but that's uh, October 15th. More details to come. Well, and then, of course, the... Yeah. And then, of course, the roast of Drew Montana, which is October 22nd. Um, there's going to be some hilarious comics roasting a hilarious comic, Drew Montana. Samantha, our producer, is one of the roasters. So, yeah. And Lisa is going to be the halftime band. So, that's my shit. That rules. And we all know October 22nd. Very notable day for DP. Ugh. It's your birthday. That's right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, I gotta say, when you said solo show, I, of course you're a great musician. We love that. I was like, what the hell's going on? Are you doing comedy? Are you doing acting? Because I know you're a fucking excellent actor as well, Dee. Oh, well, yeah, th thank you so much. <laughs> excellent. I mean, excellent. Yeah, the, October 22nd, my, uh, my uh, HBO special is going to drop. <laughs> yeah you can catch D's HBO special on my birthday everybody it's called getting to the bottom surgery of this <laughs> <laughs> getting to the bottom surgery of this my life in common comedy <laughs> uh, thank god that's not happening <laughs> <laughs> Not comedy. I'm just saying uh, you're an excellent act actor, uh, actress. I don't know what the term is. But... but what, either one. You're great at it, and you're talented. That's what I'm saying. Oh, well, yeah. Thank you so much. And you are an excellent stand-up comedian. Very funny guy. Wonderful <laughs> brother. And uh, all-around awesome person. And can't wait for you to get the lay of the land in the next couple of days. Oh, I can't wait. Uh, yeah, I'll be in Philly all next week, folks. But you can catch me next week at the State Theater uh, in D.C., Washington, D.C., next Thursday. And uh, I guess this Thursday. 
since Sunday's the beginning of the week. But State Hell Theater, yeah. uh, Busky's the 29th, going to be great. We got Chris Allen. We got a lot of great comics coming to Busky. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's the show. Hell, yeah, that's the show. A, a nice L Classico for you, folks. Just me and D. We don't need all these guests. Fuck that shit. It's just me and mm-hmm. Delicioso. And until next week, folks, stay hog wild. Do what fucking feels right. We love you. Mm-hmm.